0: Slinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntexsportsfan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show.
1: And Yates, the fullback, splits out to the right side. It's Pendergrass in the backfield. Make the handoff to him. Chapin looking to throw to Pendergrass. He's got it for a touchdown. A touchdown, touchdown receiving for Dawson Pendergrass, his second of the day. Pendergrass celebrating his birthday with two touchdowns in the first half.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, Your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. By Kaleo Wealth Management. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. First down, now they'll hand it off. Bailey bounces it out right. 15, 10, down to the 5, cuts it back at the 2,
2: into the end zone. Touchdown! for the first time here. Garcia with a 30-yard field goal try to regain the lead with seven seconds to play. Snap good, hold down, kick is up, and it is good! Dino Garcia has kicked the ball through the uprights to give the Red Raiders a three-point lead with three seconds to play
0: it's a handoff brooks breaks outside brooks to the 10 to the
1: 5 jv touchdown texas
0: now for a look at this weekend's matchups in the big 12 conference from the alan Samuel studios here's the voice of the Baylor of bears john morris and aaron sexton And welcome, to John Morris Show,
1: on a Friday, a football Friday. We got Big 12. Yes, we got high school playoffs continuing. Yes, we got a lot going on. Highlight cuts in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. We'll be in Fort Worth tomorrow for the inaugural Blue Bonnet Battle. Years from now, Aaron is here, Chris is here. Years from now, they're going to say, Where were you when the first Blue Bonnet Battle was played? You know?
3: And I'll be like, Oh, yeah, I remember when they. Called it that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't mind it. People are up in arms. People oh, are all over it. I, you know, it's like we talked about it the day it happened, but if you look at a lot of the rivalry names, yeah, if they were just name, naming them that today, people all over the country would be up in arms. Like the Iron Skillet. Yeah, you know, exactly. I know there's a story behind that, but the old oaken bucket. Right. You could be like, what? Oaken yeah. bucket? No, yeah. that's ridiculous. And, we want revivalry. <laughs>
1: We do it, like revival. It is good, but um, Kansas State and Kansas play this week, and that is the Sunflower Showdown yes. because Kansas is the Sunflower State, which
3: is a super lame name for a rivalry game. But they keep it, <laughs> so
1: you know.
4: Let's let's let's
1: Chris, give Bluebonnet a chance. On the uh, Blue Bonnet Battle,
4: um, obviously, having not spent a dollar at either university, mm. although I am an alumni by choice of Baylor, I guess mm. I could have a take. You, you know go. where I actually fall? I fall largely on the side of if anything is on social media, people are just going to rip it. Right. It's not really the best indicator that's to find right. out if it's good. That's right. People just want to be jerks on social media.
1: The poor uh, student government oh, yeah. students, they're just getting raked over the coals yeah. and that's the, it's, you that's know, that's not, that's not, don't do that. What? No. Don't do that.
4: I, I don't want to, I know this is old news by now, mm. Maybe not. Are they is is the student why is why is the student government association getting getting reamed?
1: They're the ones who uh, had the initiative to okay. to do this and okay. came up with the name. It was basically them with the name.
4: Okay, so, so. again, the people that are complaining about it yeah. are the people that had no skin in the game. Yeah, right. They just want to complain about yeah, it.
1: Right. Yeah, it's social media true. just
4: being the worst. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have mattered what they called this thing. No, somebody would have complained about That's it. That's true. So I say. Roll with it, embrace it, and just like all things on social media, tomorrow everyone's going to forget what they were mad about. It'll be
1: over. And we'll play the Blue Bonnet Battle tomorrow. Yes. The first one. Heard from Brian Estridge in there, uh, TCU Sports Network from Learfield. uh, Baylor and TCU tomorrow. 119th meeting all time. That'll make it the most played rivalry of uh, two teams in the state of Texas. It passes Texas and Texas A&M. Who have met for 118 times. So big game there tomorrow, big for both, Baylor and TCU. Frogs need two wins to close the regular season to uh, to become bowl eligible. So a uh, big game for them uh, at home on uh, Saturday on their senior day. Uh, you heard a highlight cut courtesy of – who did we have in there? Did we have uh, – wasn't Wyatt Thompson, was it? Was it Oklahoma? I don't remember. Oklahoma plays BYU tomorrow. This will be interesting. Um, it's on ESPN, so it's 11 a.m. Central Time. The game is in Provo, so that is a 10 a.m. local time kickoff tomorrow at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 10 a.m. local time.
4: Boy, that's going to put a real cramp, I'm sure, on the rager that is BYU tailgating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those folks will be there, though. They'll fill up the place, and they'll just maybe they'll start tailgating at 5 a.m. or something.
4: What time does tailgating typically start for an 11 a.m. kick at McLean?
1: Here, um, depends on who it is. I would say a good four hours, five hours. Okay.
4: Before. Yeah, so it's like a morning like yeah. tailgate and have a breakfast yeah. taco. I mean,
1: if it's 11 a.m. kick, it's gonna it's gonna push everything really early. Yeah,
4: I'm sure the folks of Provo have got a plan in place. 11 a.m. Nice little Saturday morning.
1: <laughs> They'll be home for a late lunch. Yeah. after the game. Um, so that game is tomorrow on ESPN, 11 a.m. Central. Cincinnati at West Virginia tomorrow, 1:30 Central. Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. West Virginia is. Uh, let me double check here. Now nope, they're bowl eligible already. They're six and four. Cincinnati won their first Big 12 game last week. Um, Baylor at TCU, 2:30. It's here on ESPN Central, Texas. We're on the air at 12:30. 2:30 kickoff. It's on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. Uh, 3 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN2. 15th ranked Oklahoma State at Houston. There's some people who think, watch out for Houston in this game. But Oklahoma State, they just got ringed last week by uh, Central Florida, 45-3. to And I don't think anything like that happens two weeks in a row.
4: Yeah, if Oklahoma State had won, nobody would be saying look out for Houston this week. Probably right. <laughs> just because they're coming off of a loss. yeah, And they're not that bad. That's, that was an anomaly. Who I think. Oklahoma State? Yeah.
1: yeah, very much so.
4: So yes, I'm with you on that one. I don't. No disrespect to the Cougs, but I don't.
3: I think it'll be the opposite. I think they're going to be really mad, and I think this will yeah. be a be a pretty big blowout.
1: Yeah, I, I think it very well could be. Houston run defense is not great. I think 92nd in the nation.
3: That's yeah, that's never ideal when you're Ollie
1: Gordon about to go up against the best <laughs>
4: running back in the country.
1: Who was held in check last week, yes. so he's going to be raring to go this week also.
4: So strange that a team can look like a world beater one week and then struggle so much the next. Isn't it crazy? It's It makes me glad I don't have the job of a coach yeah. to have to get, really and truly, kids mentally ready <laughs> through the long grind of a season right. every Saturday. Right. That's a lot. That's true. So that's a 3 o'clock game
1: on ESPN2, uh, 4 o'clock Central on FS2. Where's that? Find FS2, UCF at Texas Tech. Red Raiders are a win away from being bowl eligible. Well, UCF is too. The winner of this game tomorrow will be bowl eligible. How about that? UCF sitting at 5-5 five and five overall, 2-5 and five in their first year in the Big 12.
4: Who are they playing? I'm sorry. At Tech. Okay.
1: But Tech, a lot of motivation. Their senior day and uh, a win there, and they are bowl eligible.
4: They made a bowl last season, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes.
4: That's, okay. That's all That's I it. had. Very good. Thanks. That's
1: all right. Uh, I was just
4: seeing if you knew. I knew that. I was just seeing if you knew that.
1: 6 p.m. on FS1 tomorrow. It is the Battle of the Sunflower State, 25th ranked Kansas State at number 16 Kansas. Uh, top 25 matchup. Kansas hasn't won this game since 2008. K State has sort of owned that rivalry. There were, I think, two years in there that KU won, maybe 07, 08, and then a 10 year streak before that that K State Won every game.
4: Yeah. 07 was that weird year Kansas went to the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So that would, in fact, their only loss that year, I think, was to Missouri. Missouri so, yes, right. I do believe they beat Kansas State that year. And it would have made sense if they won the next year, too. Yeah. And then that would have been around about the time of the Colin Klein, beginning of the Colin Klein era. So that would have kind of pushed K State back to the top.
1: Good call. Ranked matchup K State number 25, Kansas number 16. Uh, Seven o'clock on Fox tomorrow night. Seventh ranked Texas at Iowa State. Uh, Texas leads the league right now they're alone in first place at six and one there are four teams nipping at their heels all five and two uh, Oklahoma State Oklahoma Kansas State and Iowa State are all five and two so if Iowa State wins tomorrow uh, would create at least well at least a two-way tie could be as much as a five-way tie for first place in the league with one week to go
4: the There used to be, I believe it's been. uh, I don't. I don't believe it's a. It's a theory anymore. But there used to be that you did not want to go play a night game at Iowa State in November. That was where the seasons went to die. Because early in the Matt Campbell area, excuse me, Matt Campbell era, they took down Oklahoma one time a Thursday night. Yeah, so you don't want to go play night games. Now that that theory has been, I guess, detonated a little bit in the last few years, but. Something to watch out for. Yeah. Night game in,
1: in Ames. Those fans will be rabid, man. Yeah. It'll be rabid. And, uh, and Texas, number seven in the CFP poll, the highest ranked Big 12 school there. Five-way tie. Could be. Could be. Right now, there are eight teams going into the next to last weekend of the regular season. Eight teams still have a chance to get to Arlington and the wow. championship game. Yeah.
4: That's fun. Isn't
1: that wild? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I think that's great. I mean, maybe not for... I mean, I guess if you're Texas and you're technically in the driver's seat, that's great. But then for the other seven teams, boy, I would love to see the spider web of how it all happens. <laughs> Who's the least likely? Like still technically, mathematically has a chance, but like is West Virginia still
1: they um, have a shot at it? It'd be those four and three teams, West Virginia, Tech, and Kansas. Okay. Those are the those are the other threes. They're two games out of first place. Okay. With two to play, so they've still got a chance. Okay. And so. then
4: K State, Oklahoma State.
1: Iowa State and Iowa State. Uh, Oklahoma.
4: Okay. Are the four. I think it? I think my got gut web. I got it. I think my uh my completely no data driven gut at all tells me Texas K State mm-hmm. is the rematch I think we're most likely to see. Mm-hmm. But then if you were betting the chalk for some reason you'd want to say Oklahoma, Texas it could is happen. the most likely.
1: I was looking at the schedule. What do you think, Erin? I don't know. It's yeah. such a
3: jumbled mess. Yeah. Like, I have no idea. I, th- I thought Oklahoma State was clearly going to be there exactly. after they beat Oklahoma, and then yeah. they just didn't show up to play, play UCF, so, so I just don't
1: know. So, K-State plays at Kansas tomorrow. They close at home against Iowa State. So okay. That's a big game. Texas, um, as we told you, plays at Iowa State, Then they close at home on a Friday, Black Friday, against Texas Tech okay. at home. So, there's a lot of games to be played here to determine
4: Yeah, this is Darlington. This is when it gets real fun, especially when there is, there's no runaway winner. Mm -hmm. You know, when you've got eight different scenarios and you kind of, especially now since where Baylor's at, you kind of just hope for chaos. Yeah, like you just kind of sit back and hope. I hope this is a just absolute
3: show for the last few weeks, like 96 in the Southwest Conference. What was that a Four-way five-way tie? tie. Five-way Five-five, tie. Yeah. yeah. Five-way tie. Yeah. Baylor was one of those teams, though.
1: Well, it was ninety-four. Ninety four, okay. Yeah. Because AM was far and away, had the best record, but on probation. Yeah. That's right. So, so I think Baylor Tech. Tie. I don't remember who it was.
3: Baylor, Tech. Yeah, I'll have to look. I know yeah. Baylor and Tech were two of the teams.
4: It yeah. would uh it resulted in my all-time favorite tiebreaker, which was them letting Tech go to the cotton bowl because they just it had been so long. And they let them there. go the and longest. The, longest, yeah. the yes. best tiebreaker of all role. time. Hey. <laughs> literally a sympathy bowl berth. Yeah, literally that's and it's what the it Cotton was. Bowl. Yeah, the Cotton Bowl, <laughs> the gem of the Southwest Conference. Yeah. It's like you guys haven't been since the 30s. That you was can the go. rule.
1: If there was, mo- was multiple teams tied, the one that had been the longest since they've yeah. been there—that's how they determined it.
4: I'm t- it had to have been. It had to have been Baylor Tech, probably Texas. Right in ninety three, Rice ninety
1: four, uh, Rice or,
4: or or TCU maybe ninety four. I would say. I mean, obviously A and M was on probation. I don't think SMU was even in the hunt that year. Were they? Because they probably
1: were probably not not that far removed from the death out, penalty, right?
4: And then that only leaves didn't that just leave five other schools? How many schools were in the let's, Southwest let's Conference? Look it up.
1: Aaron's gonna do the math here. Figure it out. Baylor went to the um, Alamo Bowl that year. Played Washington State.
4: Yes, they did, mm-hmm. and they won. Right? 10 to 3. That's right. I remember that. John Roberts. Who? Dave Roberts. Who? Who was the coach of that team? 94? Yeah. 94 was... Uh, <laughs> John Roberts is a Supreme Court justice. Sorry. <laughs> He's a reporter for CBS. No, it's Chuck Reedy. Okay. Yeah. I, I get my... I get my...
1: You know me, many head coaches I've worked with at Valor. Football? not Just football. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Eight different head coaches. Okay. No, it may be nine. At least eight.
4: <laughs> these last, and I
1: compare, compare that every once in a while.
4: These last four minutes of the show have just been us asking questions that nobody knows the answers interested. to. Do you find it, Aaron? I haven't
1: yet. All right, we'll no. we'll we'll look at that. We'll effort that. We'll take a break. High school football tonight, we'll look at that. Also, uh, getting to the nitty-gritty now in the high school playoffs, we'll look at that when we come back. Chris will give us fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with. About Baylor's opponent this week, you know it's the blue bonnet battle. Maybe top of your list with fun facts, but tell us some more about Baylor and TCU.
4: I I have some new ones, and they're good. Okay, good. And they're good. I like it. I think they're good. But they're new. Okay. So that's a step in the right direction. Some retreads, some new. That's fine. I'm good with that. Okay.
1: All right, we'll have all that coming up. Glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon in the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com.
5: Football, 2023. Prescott in the gum. Here comes Lamb in motion. Only heard here. He goes in the left. Play Ferguson wide open at the three. All season. And bangs his way in for the Cowboys' touchdown. Sunday afternoon,
2: it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers.
5: Live from Bank of America
2: Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
3: It's the Cowboys and the Panthers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC.
5: At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at WasteConnections.com. Holiday gift giving is now upon us. At Morrison Gifts, we
2: want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and
0: Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
7: Okay, everyone, check this out from D. Fine Jewelers in Waco. D. Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D. Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com.
5: Stop.255367. See dealer details. If you want the best truck, you want a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Right now, get your dream truck and save $8,500 on a new GMC Sierra Elevation with a lift kit and four-wheel drive. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9 financing and no payments until 2024 on new 2023 GMC Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you.
2: Linder.
1: Rob Sellers, Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. Welcome back. John Morris Show, ESPN Central Texas. That is the uh, meters, Rob. I know Rob has them on uh, on repeat. So, Rob, the meters on the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. And we're brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Building a relationship with each client is the staff at Kaleo Wealth Management's ultimate goal. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254 751 50-50. We're brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown, home of Chris Allman. That is Alliance Bank Central Texas. And brought to you by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Fun to be there yesterday for the live shows. Great hospitality. Remember uh, all the events they have coming up. Uh, November 21st would be Tuesday is their annual Sip and Shop Uh, Local vendors uh, bring out their uh, Christmas wares, and you can walk around and do what the name implies, sip and shop at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Great uh, uh, incentive to join the Baylor Club right now. Just mention uh, Chris Allman's name, and uh, they'll give you a great discount. You can join now. They'll waive your initiation fee or waive your dues for the rest of November and December so you could become a member right now, enjoy all the holiday festivities, and not have to pay until January.
4: I would love that? it if someone went in there and mentioned my name, and then I would love for them to report the look they get in return. <laughs> Please uh-huh. do. When Please they say. Do.
1: Or Aaron. Just say, Who? Chris and Aaron, do that and uh, see where that gets you. Just, just quizzical. Be Ask for Mike, though. Ask for Mike Mosel, yeah, and just, he'll laugh. Huh? That'd be good. Who? Who? Baylor Club two five four seven one zero eighty eighty is the number. All right, Aaron. High school football: uh, the few, the proud, the teams still alive in the playoffs. Who do we have going?
3: There are quite a few Central Texas teams still going. Can't get to all of them, but I, we'll get to most of them. We'll start with the games that are, will be on our family of radio stations, starting with probably well one of the biggest matchups in the state: number seven China Spring, 2 dying defending state champion, takes on. Number two, Anna, that will start with the pregame at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Number two, Mark, takes on Overton, a 6.30 pregame for that one on Fox Sports Central Texas. That's 13.30 a.m., 93.9 FM. Valley Mills versus Tioga will be on Shooter FM, 92.9. That's also a 6.30 pregame for that one. Some of the other playoff matchups from around the area is Gatesville Hornets. You're dang right. Ooh, we'll take rolling. on number two, Silsby. Ooh. Silsby College. Silsby University. Right.
4: They're good. Uh, I am not going okay. tonight. Right. I, I'm i now having to uh, budget my time a little more. It's basketball season, so i got to go watch Gatesville basketball tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, yes, Hornets have their work cut out for them tonight. Great overlap. That's right. Flies to Gatesville also. Yes, it does. I don't have it quite as bad as you where you're doing 13 games a week.
1: Listen, I've got nothing bad. Quite as good as you. Excuse me. I misspoke. That's good. (laughs) Sorry, Aaron.
3: Oh, you're good. Uh, Conley takes on Jasper LaVega against Frisco Panther Creek. Let's see. Some of the, uh, Lorena and Palestine Westwood uh, down in 1A, which is six man. Number three, Abbott versus number 10, Gilmer Union Hall. What's Abbott rated? Right. There's number three in the state. Wow! And number seven, Chilton takes on Agua Dulce. So lots and lots of Central Texas teams still involved in the playoffs this
1: week. Man, that's a bunch. All yes. right, good.
3: And that's not all of them. I mean, there's yeah five or
4: six more that I didn't. We don't. You know, I ran out of room in time for <laughs> that. Uh, that Valley Mills game. Valley Mills Tioga. Mm-hmm. Is that who it is? Yes. He's Steven Simcox on the on the color. Really? Yep. He's doing a right. game with Ward. And if Valley Mills wins that game, they will play.
3: The Marlin Bulldogs next week. Ooh, that's a big It should be
4: pretty great. I'm wow.
3: really pulling for that.
4: This is a fun time of year. It if is. You like, so if you like
3: fun.
1: high school football, it's a fun time of year. I wish I had time to just go to a game. I would just yeah. go and watch. It's yeah. great. It's exciting.
4: I went a few weeks ago during all the rain delays and just sat and watched Midway. You yeah. know, normally, I'm kind of emotionally invested with my brother coaching, but then to just sit and watch Midway, mm-hmm. I was like... Friday nights are so much fun. Yeah, when when MJ was playing, mm-hmm. were you able to enjoy it or was oh, it a white man. knuckle
1: ride? No, I loved it. Okay, it was so fun. Okay, I was telling somebody the other day, it was so it was so abnormal for me to go to a game and I'm watching I'm watching the left tackle. I don't even know where the ball is sometimes. Right. You know, yeah. I'm watching him. <laughs> And uh, you know, which is opposite of what you do when you're calling a game. Right, calling play by play, you got to follow the ball. Sure, yeah. I was watching him, (laughs) and all of a sudden, oh look, other side of the field. That's a big play. (laughs) It was really fun, though. It was really, really fun. Terry and I really enjoyed those days watching MJ. Well, they got to sit together at games. Wow, that's a rarity. So. They also used to just beat the dog out of people, too. They were they? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> they had a good run. They, they did. That
3: yeah, was a heck of a run. Those years.
1: Yep, That was great. All right, Aaron, thanks very much for that. Let's take a break. When we come back, Chris will give us, yes, it's time for fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent this week. That would be the TCU horn Frogs in the Blue Bonnet battle coming up tomorrow. We've got that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive.
7: Where Waco gets engaged.
0: Baylor Bear football is on the road again this week for a key matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs in Fort Worth. 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. Join Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for all the action of the revelry between Baylor and TCU this Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com.
0: Now back to today's John Morris Show with Chris Allman's fun facts to know and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's upcoming opponent. Here are Chris and J. Mo and Aaron Sexton.
1: All right, that time of the week when we get Chris's fun facts about Baylor's opponent. Hang on, can we do this next week? It's going to be the day. Oh, uh, We'll talk about this offline. It may not <laughs> happen next week. We 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 shouldn't have local shows next week, right? On this Friday, day would, after Black would, Friday, day after
4: Thanksgiving. I think not, but we'll see. I've
3: right. I
1: haven't,
4: I've haven't been told one way or another.
1: <laughs> okay, yet. me neither. I'll you be guys, in Brooklyn.
4: Are you guys hoping that somebody in the front of the building has a radio on and <laughs> is hearing this?
1: No, this is factual. <laughs> Who
4: do we play next week? Baylor.
1: Uh, West Virginia. Okay. Which would be good fun fact.
4: And they play them on Friday or Saturday?
1: No, it's Saturday.
4: Okay. I'm probably out.
1: I hear you. You should be. We should all be out.
4: Yeah. I'll be in Brooklyn. (laughs) Okay. I won't. I'll be in Hewitt.
1: I may, uh, so we're in Brooklyn for the NIT season tip-off basketball. Okay. Play Wednesday, Friday. You're going to roll into the
4: season tip-off with a 4-0 record?
1: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) 4-0. But the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is while we're up there, and Chicago is in the parade. Whoa! You think I could mosey down to the, uh, Raid route?
4: Yes. You ever do big goal, small goal? Like in sales, you'll do big goal, small goal. Okay. You know, like this, I want to do this number, but okay. here's my stretch goal. Is
1: that what they do? at fairway mortgage?
4: Yeah, we don't really have goals. We just hire the right people and let them do their thing. All
1: right. I like that.
4: We don't have quotas. How about that? We have goals. Uh, you should, your small goal should be to see Chicago in yeah. the parade. Yeah. Be standing there when they pass by. Yeah. Stretch goal. Be on the float with them, like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Ferris when he Bueller ends up in
1: the parade, <laughs> nationally televised yes, on NBC. <laughs> there's
4: Chicago, and a man in a Baylor pullover wearing a Baylor shirt. There's a man in a Boston University pullover. Oh, that's great. Uh, singing along. All right. To you're the inspiration. All right. To, Although that wouldn't
1: be determined about next Friday. They
4: wouldn't do you're the inspiration in a parade, oh, right? Man, They'd do something they do better something than upbeat. that. Exactly.
1: Okay. All right, Chris. Uh, we always look forward to your fun facts. Uh, tell us what we need to know about. Some see you,
4: somebody in their car right now is like, Speak for yourself. I said, We, and they're like, Nah.
1: Well, by the way, did you ask Stephen to come with you today?
4: I did. Stephen is with Ward. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, we just and he, <laughs> big day for Stephen. Uh, early morning, chaperone Bradley's field trip ooh. to Clifton. Okay, <laughs> afternoon, hop in the car to Fort Worth to call the Valley Mills Type. Chaperone game. Ward. Okay, yes, I did. All right, so last week we started with alums, so let's do that again. I thought that worked well. Great. Let's start with our favorite alum, Stephen Simcox. Uh, Class of, I don't know, 2016, 2017. Loves the Frogs. and He's
1: locked on the Frogs.
4: Isn't he, he is locked on the horn Frogs. Nobody enjoyed a moment in the sun. I've never enjoyed it for anyone than when they were on their run to the National Championship game. Because of his media connections, he was doing hits all over the country, really? talking up TCU. Nice. And then he basically had to do all the same hits when it was over, and it was just <laughs> Not crashing as well. down to earth. So, the great Steven Simcox. Sports-wise, some legends there. Obviously, the great Davey O'Brien, mm-hmm. Bob Lilly, LaDainian Tomlinson, Kurt Thomas. When you were calling Baylor games and they played TCU, was Kurt Thomas just an absolute force? Or do you just remember thinking, oh, that's a really good player?
1: I um I think he was really good. I don't remember ever thinking, wow, look at that guy. Yeah, because he, he was big, big dude, big strong guy. Yeah, he was really good.
4: Just one of the last guys, maybe the last guy to lead the nation in scoring and rebounding in the same yeah. year. Yeah, and so that would indicate that he just dominated games. But maybe you don't I just think don't
1: of remember it well.
4: Yeah, you don't think of Kurt Thomas that way. Um, a couple more former gubernatorial candidate, Wendy Davis, I uh. believe she. Notable for wearing pink shoes on the campaign trail. Um, In the arts and entertainment world, Dan Jenkins, the great SI writer, a TCU grad. Bob Schieffer from CBS News and Face the Nation. And were you a Price is Right fan? Oh, yeah. Were, are?
1: Uh, Not so much anymore. I don't imagine there's a lot of room in your schedule. I worked at a CBS affiliate and Price is Right was on every day.
4: Okay. So Rod Roddy, the announcer. Uh, He, a TCU grad.
1: The late Rod Roddy.
4: Let's see. I'm going backwards on my notes here. Uh, The founder of 1-800-Flowers, John. His name is John Davis. He a TCU grad. If you are a radio listener in uh, DFW, Corby Davidson of The Ticket. That's great. Uh, He a graduate. And then a not very well known at all. I found this, I think, last year when I was looking at it. A gentleman named Carson Huey Yu. He was born in July 2002. He's a child prodigy, the youngest person to graduate from college in the state of Texas and among the youngest in the world. He graduated from TCU on May 13th, 2017 at the age of, take a guess, 14. 14. Wow. He graduated from college when he was 14. He got his master's at 17. And at the time of this writing, he was getting his doctorate uh, at 18 years old flaggard. at TCU wow. in quantum physics, which is oh. not shocking. When you hear the rest of his resume, you're like, of course. Fun guy. It's quantum physics. Um,
1: I thought you were gonna. I thought you were talking about Brian Estridge. You know,
4: all those <laughs> child prodigy. Yeah, exactly. Was Estridge a child prodigy? Sure. Was he, he broadcasting games at the age <laughs> of seven? He still is <laughs> doing minor league baseball when he was ten. <laughs> Fort Worth, John, is the home to the U.S. U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing. That's where sixty percent of the U.S. money is printed. Yeah. I don't know where the other forty percent is printed. Have you ever driven around TCU? Well, have you ever really driven around on TCU's have, campus? Many times. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that all the buildings are the same color? Yeah. Okay. Really? Okay. Um, I would say
1: yes. I okay. mean, there's a, a consistency there. Yeah.
4: Okay. They have their very own color. It's called TCU Buff, oh. and it is a uh, it's a golden color. They say so. Every building on campus is called TCU Buff. <laughs> you look skeptical, Aaron. Lame. Or you just think it's a stupid fact. Yes. Well, no, not the <laughs> fact itself, but what they call it.
1: TCU buff.
4: Okay. They have one one building on campus. It's a chapel that's got a little bit of a reddish color, but
1: again, I thought you were talking about Brian Estridge, TCU buff.
4: <laughs> Let's see if we can make every fact yeah. have some sort Related of tie-in to, you know. to Brian Estridge. All right, here's one. TCU has a line in their budget that is just for flowers. They had a benefactor named Mary Evans Beasley. Who loved the university so much that she gave $450,000 specifically for the upkeep of campus flowers and gardens? I like that. Okay, you like that one? She passed away in 2005. She was 102 years old. Oh, cool. And then they gave a, she gave another 100 grand to keep her memory alive to make sure the campus was as immaculately maintained as Very possible. Cool. Very cool. Doesn't it seem like every old person is rich? Like, doesn't it seem like every person you know, even if they were poor when they were 30, all of a sudden when they're 90, they're able to give $450,000. That's very cool. That's
1: very similar to Sadie Joe Black with Baylor. Okay. Similar deal. Flowers and, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but just continuing to fund that area. Is
4: there a specific place? Is it right there around Patton F? That seems to be the most decorated. Mm -hmm. The landscaping, not something I notice most places, but Mm -hmm. I do know Patton F has- Quite the, uh... it's beautiful. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's That's the... on it. yes. Okay, horned frog, actually a horned lizard or a horned toad, mm-hmm. not an actual frog, mm. became the school's mascot in 1887. So what is that? 137, 36 years it's been the mascot, and a committee picked it over. Do you know what the runner-up was? Do you know what TCU almost was? Um, the bed bugs. That is. Not a good guess. That is incorrect. Although, it wouldn't have been much better. They were almost the cacti. Oh, Like, they chose horned frog over cactus. Yeah. So, good call on that one. And do their helmets, John, do they have red on their helmets? They do. Okay.
1: I've heard this, yes.
4: Okay, this is not just a a red accent or a red stripe. It is because horned frogs shoot blood out of their eyes. Out of their eyes. Out of their eyes. Lovely. I think if I saw that in the wild... I would be done. I think I would just, that'd be it for me. Um, All right, just a few more things uh, here about TCU. In 1971, the Grateful Dead played a concert there at their basketball coliseum. It might have (laughs) been Eamon Carter in 71, I don't know. Okay. But the Grateful Dead played there. So, can you think of in your time? Daniel Meyer. Was it Daniel Meyer?
1: Well, Eamon Carter's a football stadium.
4: Basketball wasn't Eamon Carter either? I don't think so. Okay. I trust you way more than I trust me. You who's got forty years, you almost. Who's. <laughs> you who's fifty years, fifty years around no. the university, almost. No, stop. I'm forty five. You yeah. been? You when did you come to school here?
1: Seventy
4: seven. Okay, so forty six. Okay, so almost fifty. Okay. In your time around Baylor, is there? Can you think of a, a concert? Like, who's the biggest musical artist that played at at Baylor? Oh,
1: um, we've had some big ones, even back when I was in school. Um.
3: Did Am I misremembering or did, did Garth play once?
1: I think he did. At the HOT, at the HOT Coliseum. Who or was who, it on campus? Who
3: played who played Floyd Casey? There was someone huge that played Floyd Casey
1: Ooh. country. I don't remember that. Okay. There have been a bunch. Either at Waco Hall on campus. Okay. Or um at the stadium. Okay. Or at the H O T, which wouldn't be Right, per se. That's a good one.
4: This show's setting a record for questions (laughs) that we don't know the answers to. We're on fire today. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is something I'd like for you guys to tell me if you think, if you question this. Because this is a cool fact, if true. So, there are some really good old coach sayings, right? Some really good lines that coaches have issued over the years where we think, those are great. Where did those come from? Right. So, allegedly, two of the best of all time originated with TCU coaches. Hmm. So... Dutch Meyer, mm-hmm. who coached TCU to their only two national championships, one of them over Carnegie Tech, mm-hmm. which is my all-time favorite yeah. national championship game. That had been the thirty-eight championship, Thirty seven. You see okay. the back of my nope, thirty-eight. You're right. Okay. You can see the back of my notes, couldn't you? <laughs> yes, you? Can you read those from there? I cannot read. Okay, it.
1: cover your left <laughs> eye. Cover
4: your right eye. Uh, where was I? Okay, so Dutch Meyer allegedly said, "Fight them till hell freezes over, then fight them on the ice." Have you heard that phrase?
1: Yes, because Big 12 radio, they play it constantly.
4: Okay, so does that sound right that it was Dutch Myers. I mean, I've heard that before. I shouldn't say Myers. Meyer, I want to give proper attribution. Probably right. And then in the 30s, Francis Schmidt originated one of the most durable sports quotes of all time. When he was hired away by Ohio State, he repeated a line that he first used at TCU, which was, they put their pants leg pants on one leg at a time, same as we do. Mm. So I don't know if you. I'm, I mean, I don't know if he made that phrase up, right? But allegedly, a TCU coach attributed with two great, huh? Um, sports quotes. Which reminds me, do you remember the quote? Only three things can happen when you pass, and two of them are bad.
1: Yeah.
4: Was that Daryl Royal?
1: That's who I think of. Okay, I, I thought think, it, I, think I always that. thought
4: it was um, Bear Bryant.
3: But oh really? Maybe,
4: I maybe mean, yeah. wrong. I don't know. Could be. Could have been any guy from the 60s. Yeah. Anybody that ran the Wishbone. They didn't pass much. Okay. This is kind of a funny one here if we want to just poke a little fun at the frogs, not the current day frogs, maybe the history of frog football. They had some lean years after their dominant years in the 30s. They had some lean years. And they used to not draw very big, very big crowds at their games. And so regularly in the 60s the stadium would be about half full. Um and then in 73 they were playing Rice, and lightning hit the stadium. Mm. But it was so sparsely attended, no one was injured.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> Isn't
4: that kind of funny? That's funny. There were 12,000 people at the game. Yeah. So I don't know if they were all consolidated in one area or what, but I think that's a funny, like, <laughs> this thing so lightly attended, if lightning struck the stadium, it wouldn't hurt anyone. That's
0: funny.
4: You should say something like that one day. Don't say anything like that. Okay. You'd get crushed on social media. Um, Okay. Before we wrap up here, I mean, we could talk about their origination, but I always like to just kind of finish up because I really feel like in the last 12 to 13 years, some really memorable football games, obviously 61 to 58. The one that sticks out to me the most, I was at the 61-58 game, was two years prior the season opener. 50 to 48 in RG?
1: 2011 50 to 48.
4: Okay. Yeah. Which one to you memorable is a very big term. Mm-hmm. Which one to you s- sticks out the most? Mm. Is it the 61 58 game because it was so dire in that fourth quarter or was it because TCU that 2011 year was coming off of a Rose Bowl the year before defeated season, right? Baylor, yes. Baylor had been to a bowl, lost yeah. to Illinois I think in the Alamo Bowl that year. So which one to you was more memorable?
1: Um, I mean, they're both way up there. I would say sixty-one fifty-eight. Yeah. I mean, just because 21 points in what, 10 minutes,
4: something yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, came from way down yeah. and, uh, and won it. So that one would be number one, I
4: think. Was that an era for you? I'm sure there are times maybe during a timeout when the mics are off, you look at, you look at JJ or you look at each other. and One of you says, all right, fellas, I think this one, this might be church. You know, you're always yeah. going to believe in your guys, but there's a reality. Is that yeah. one of those ones where you thought, boy, this looks dire? And then it just flipped on its head? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that happened Baylor UCF this year. Ah, Down that's Down 35 good point. to seven. That was <laughs> that's late
3: in the third quarter. That game was my first at McLean. And you were there? My friend and I were going to leave, but since it was both of our first games yeah. at the new stadium, yeah. we decided to stay.
1: Nice. Fortunately. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's great.
4: So, there are your fun facts, John. Just know that once in one of their games, lightning struck the stadium and no one was hurt because no one was there.
1: 12,000 attendants. Yes, sir. Be much more than that tomorrow. Those are great fun facts. Thank you, Chris.
4: I feel like I was on time there.
1: Uh, man, you are right on time. Fantastic. You, want just, you want me
4: to just talk for another minute? Are we good?
1: Or we could be on time.
4: Oh, great idea. It's only one. an hour show.
1: How about that? How about the fact that uh, TCU would prefer you not refer to them as Texas Christian University?
4: Yes, That's been true for a while. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Is there anything, much as UCF puts in their media guide Mm -hmm. to specific, that's specific, is that in TCU's media? Okay. It's referred to us as TCU. Anyone else that way? Does Southern Methodist not want to be called Southern Methodist? I don't know. I hadn't heard that about them. I don't know. Okay. I wonder if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other schools that are that way. Yeah. I don't know. Break out the blue bonnets. Break out the blue bonnets. The battle is tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Chris, thank you very much. Uh, Great job. Great fun facts. Uh, Aaron, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll wrap things up. Got some birthdays to share with you today. It's Sean Bell's birthday today. Happy birthday to Sean Bell. We've got all that and more when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations John Embry, I saw him recently at basketball, handing things off to Braden Embry. Great new location, much larger to serve you better. New store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. Tradition and experience serves you at Pioneer Steel & Pipe. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. On the web at PioneerBoys.com, remember they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel & Pipe.
2: Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers, live from Bank of America Stadium on this
1: Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations also in Temple and Georgetown and at alliancebanktexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colton and Ford. And when it's
7: time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award winning lineup of best selling models like the Mustang, Explore, Expedition, F 150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Okay everyone, check this out from D. Fine Jewelers in Waco. D. Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D. Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamori Fine Jewelers at diamorifinejewelers.com.
5: Sing it, Aaron.
3: Can't sing a bad mood with this song. I you. know. Sing it. Just sing along. I'm trying, but you can't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's part of the reason we end with that. Isn't that good? It's a great song. That's a great song. Bill Withers. Lovely day. Chris, Chris
3: doesn't
4: like it for some reason, but, you know. You're crazy. I love I that song. Great song. You know Is another one that'll put you in, in a happy mood that came on last night in my house where we were doing dishes is Blue Skies from Willie Nelson. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that'll, that'll perk you up a little bit. I mean, it's not Bill Withers. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but hmm. it's a good one.
1: Very good. All right, Aaron, uh, you and Mr. Mosley have the next three hours together here on the air. What do you guys have planned between three and six today?
3: We will talk with Nicole Sheeran about the Central Texas high school football playoff matchups tonight that we talked about in the second segment. And we will also talk with Baylor men's basketball guard, Jaden Nunn, the VCU transfer who had himself a night well, he did. against Kansas City. He's been great so far this season, but he really, really had an outstanding night in the uh, win over Kansas City. We will talk about to him about his decision to come to Baylor, the team, Just everything. It's a great interview, uh, and that'll be coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk with Nicole Sheeran in the 3 o'clock hour, plus lots of uh, breaking news as far as college athletics, including more information on the uh, Michigan science-stealing scandal and more information on why they decided to settle. It's pretty obvious, but Mm -hmm. there's a few Michigan fans that probably need to hear it because they were in serious denial about everything until – Michigan themselves said, okay, we'll we'll accept the punishment if y'all drop it, Right, which they did.
1: So Sonny Dykes at his press conference this week was asked about that because they played Michigan in the CFP semifinal oh, yeah. last uh-huh. year. And it was kind of a cryptic answer, but it was like, yeah, you, we knew they were doing it. I mean, well, he, he admitted that. I,
3: there was a story, and I can't remember, it was either a story or a Twitter post that basically said they knew before the game that Michigan was stealing signs, yeah. so they put in –
1: Dummy signs, dummy yeah, signs yeah.
3: and actually popped a couple of big plays on them using the dummy <laughs> sign. Now I don't know if that's true or not.
1: That's pretty good. But
3: I did read that he on said, the internets.
1: He he did also say that they had three weeks to get ready for that game.
3: That helps too. Yeah. Right. Right. they're right. really Outstanding coaching staff. Yeah. It's a big part of that too. Pretty so who knows?
1: TCU was in the middle of that. Last Absolutely. Year. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and they didn't scout them because they didn't think that they would be part of the college football playoffs.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, very good. Anything else? No, anything that's it. Okay. No, just that. No, yeah.
3: We'll, we'll talk lots of uh, I love, we'll talk college and we'll talk Baylor tomorrow and
1: Cowboys also. All
4: right. There's only three of us in here, and you said anything else, and Aaron was like, Are you talking to me? You're talking
1: to me? <laughs> I don't know. I got you. All right. Birthdays uh, today. I mentioned Sean Bell's birthday. Happy birthday to Sean Bell, former uh, China Spring Baylor quarterback, China Spring Baylor coach. So happy birthday to Sean Bell.
4: Did someone or does someone refer to him as like the pride of Waco or something? Don't didn't somebody
1: The bright light. There you go. That's that was uh Joey McGuire. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joey grabbed hold of that and okay. wrote it hard. Okay, I remember you telling me that one time. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. It was pretty good. All right, so happy birthday to uh Sean Bell, Craig Gummelt's birthday, former Baylor pitcher, Chris Lewis's birthday, former Baylor football player, grab Effinger, former Baylor offensive lineman. Mm, Chris Krause's birthday happy birthday to Chris on the Baylor campus and I think that is it Aaron any other birthdays to add to the list
3: a few today we will start with the great Elvin Hayes he obviously basketball hall of famer 12-time all-star also on both the NBA all-time anniversary teams he is 78 Saturday Night Live creator and executive producer Lauren Michaels is 79, as is the great Danny DeVito, currently starring on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Probably best known for Taxi with our older listeners and uh, Sunny with our younger listeners. Mm, Both great shows. He's 79. And finally, the great director Martin Scorsese is 81. He has only won one Academy Award, which Mm. is amazingly ridiculous. He won that as best director for The Departed, but just to give you an idea, he's also directed Goodfellas, Gangs of New York, Casino, Taxi Driver, Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Yeah, I just good resume.
3: endless list of great movies, and hasn't and has only won one Oscar. But spoiler alert: he's going to win another one this year for Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh really? Oh, uh, everything. Every prediction I've seen is that for Best Picture. Him for Best Director. Have you seen it? No, but I heard it's great. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's sad and really, really kind of brutal, but. Uh. So based on a true story, and I heard it's a really great movie. Aaron, are you going
4: to see the Iron Claw, the Von Erich movie? I will. Probably not at theaters, but I will okay. watch it as soon as it's on streaming. Are you familiar with this, John? I uh, know it's a. Are you familiar with the Von Erich yes. family? Yes. Very tragic yeah. story. Oh gosh, yes. And uh, there's a a film coming out. I think three days before Christmas called the Iron Claw, hmm. and it just probably very briefly will just touch on their family. No cooperation from the Von Erich family, mm. but. There's plenty of source material out there. I, I'm I'm eager to see it because I like wrestling and I remember that, but it's so sad and tragic the way things ended for the Von Erichs. It's not like a Christmas movie. You know, it's not like, oh, I can't wait to see this with my family at tragedy
1: Christmas. Tragedy
4: after tragedy. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Lost. Pretty much. There yeah. were five sons. Ugh. Uh, lost four of them. Yeah. Kevin's the only one still alive. Yeah. Two of them took their own life. Yeah. Um, Two others, tragically. So four of five boys gone. Oh, that's terrible. Horrible. Horrible. All right.
1: Chris, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Aaron, thank you very much. Uh, Everybody else, we appreciate you being with us today. Fun to have Chris's fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Fort Worth with the Blue Bonnet Battle, Baylor and TCU. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. And thank you for making the, uh, the Blue Bonnet
0: Battle a reality. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com.